Hello, my name is Pat Motley. I'm a member of Evergreen United Methodist Church in the Cheha District, and it is in the Cheha District where it's my privilege to serve as our District Director of Lay Servant Ministries. Our reading is from the Gospel of John, chapter 20, verses 19 through 22. When it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, and the doors of the house where the disciples had met were locked for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. And after he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. When he said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. So it was just about two weeks ago that we celebrated Resurrection Sunday. Victory over the empty tomb. However, in just the short amount of time, we find the disciples gathered together fearful and unsure of their safety. In fact, they were together in a locked room where Jesus finds them really concerned about their future. Jesus had not yet ascended to be with his father, but the disciples knew this time was coming, and this caused them to be afraid. They were aware, just as Jesus had been sent by his father, Jesus is now telling them that they are being sent to carry on to continue the work that Jesus had been doing. They were being sent to teach the ways of Christ and to preach the good news of the gospel, to heal the sick and minister to the needy, for he had been their teacher and guide, and soon he would not be there to lead, guide, and direct them. The very first thing that Jesus does in our scripture reading today, when he saw the fear and concern on their faces, he offered a statement of comfort and reassurance. He said, Peace be with you. These words were comforting to his disciples. It was as if he was saying to them, It's okay. Y'all got this. It'll be all right. They were about to begin teaching and preaching and healing as he had taught them. We know from Scripture that his disciples were not at all sure that they were equipped to carry out the work of Jesus. In the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 17, in verses 16 through 19, we see the apprehension of the disciples, for they did not believe that they had the power to do this work. And in our reading today, verse 22 of John, chapter 20, we read that Jesus breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. In giving his disciples the Holy Spirit, then they were equipped with the ability through the Holy Spirit to carry on the work of Christ. Just as Jesus told his disciples that he was sending them as he was sent by his Father we too are sent as followers of Jesus Christ. And he also gives to us the gift of the Holy Spirit 
So we too are equipped to carry on doing the work of Christ through the Holy Spirit. But what is the Holy Spirit? Reverend Mueller, an Episcopal priest, describes the Holy Spirit as an energy, a power, perhaps that little voice that sometimes we hear in our head when we are troubled or questioning what we should be doing next. And I suppose she's right when she says the Holy Spirit can best be described as each follower of Christ experiences the Holy Spirit in each of our own lives. She goes on to say that the Holy Spirit needs to be experienced and acknowledged and kindled from within us like a holy fire. It's a guiding light leading us in the way we should go to follow the teachings of Jesus. It's a spiritual light, not one we can actually see, but one that lives within us We can feel it, but can't see it. Paul tells us in Ephesians 4 and 30 that God's Holy Spirit is a mark of God's ownership of us. Each of us belong to God and we are his beloved children. And to help us through life, through Jesus, we have received the Holy Spirit. We experience the Holy Spirit at various times in our life, often when we're troubled or depressed or at low points. It is the Holy Spirit that comes and shows us what's real, not what we suppose or what we imagine, but what is real in the situations that we find ourselves in. The Holy Spirit is very important in our spiritual lives because it comforts and guides us so that we can get through the dark times of doubt and despair. Although we may not identify it as such, the Holy Spirit comes into the lives of each follower of Jesus. Jesus promised he would send an advocate, and the Holy Spirit is that reassuring force. Reverend Mueller goes on to say that the Holy Spirit is there to remind us that God has told us he will not desert us. In the depths of darkness or despair, we should never doubt or forget that the Holy Spirit is there with us. If we just listen, we can be led by the Holy Spirit to do the things that God has planned for us. Jesus promised us that the Holy Spirit would comfort us when we're hurting. In John 14, verse 18, we read his words, I will not leave you as orphans. And in John 14 and 27, he promises the Spirit will bring us peace. As followers of Christ, we have much work to be done in today's world. There are so many people who are hurting and lost, lonely, and hopeless. As disciples of Jesus Christ, we are equipped to do this work through the gift of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit supplies each follower of Christ with the ability to share the good news of the gospel with those who need hope. 
we must respond to the directions of the Holy Spirit and follow the teachings of Jesus Christ and allow the light that Jesus brings into our lives to shine bright from within us. Now I offer this prayer of response to the Great Commission in the words of Mother Teresa of Calcutta. Pray with me. Dear Jesus, help me to spread your fragrance everywhere I go. Flood my soul with your spirit and life. Penetrate and possess my whole being so utterly that my life may only be a radiance of yours. Shine through me and be so in me that every soul I come in contact with may feel your presence. Let them look up and no longer see me, but only you. Stay with me, then I shall begin to shine as you shine. So to shine as to be a light to others. The light, O Jesus, will be all from you. None of it will be mine. It will be you shining on others through me. This we pray in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen.